Brandon. And I'm Brandon. And welcome back to Apollo City Comics, your comic book commentary show. Uh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen, covering a comic book. We got really hyped about uh, Venom coming out, and we you know there's we we I, we're both big fans of Johnny Cates, obviously. Like we love his Venom run. Our first episode uh, with Brandon was covering volume one of Donnie's Venom run. And it was just like, we both lined up, we both agreed on it, we both thought it was the coolest fucking thing we've read. And there's so much that happens with the character over that run, and it's really kind of like ignited that whole passion of just like, fuck, I, I, I do miss symbiotes, and like, I do miss Venom, I do miss Carnage, like, I do want to like dig more and, you know, see some of this. And by the time you're getting your fill, um, when all that run was coming out, I was just so happy with it. And I, I wasn't really doing much back reading on the characters, uh, other than I think the first appearance of Venom and whatnot, stuff like that, uh, like Spider-Man 300 and shit. Um, but you know, we actually have some time to dig in and really go into these characters again and find some of the stories that like led up to, uh, Donnie's run and everything. And so the pinnacle that we've heard of carnage stories this is a great place to start you know we have absolute carnage that donnie did but it was kind of like the spin his spin on maximum carnage uh the series that came out and what was it 93 94 93 93 okay yeah 12 issues it's a maxi series no and, 14 oh 14 my bad yeah, there that's you go. why it felt like it was never ending <laughs> and you know i I, I adore these characters. You know, as a kid, the Spidey cartoon came out. The Spider-Man uh, PlayStation uh, PC game came out that was based on it. And you got to fight the symbiotes and stuff like that. Like, remember that first game? The first game's so dope. Like, that whole uh, it symbiote storyline. It goes for a lot of money, too. And, like, Super Nintendo unopened. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. It, Cause it was I imagine it's... Just, I, I can only imagine it's, like, just okay, too, like, by today's standards. Oh, I bet. I bet playing it today, you're just like, ah, what was fun about this? But... I guess it was it was so fresh and you got to see something we really don't see often. I think this and Web of Shadows are probably the only like symbiote based Spidey games out. Yeah. Um, when you think about it at least. Well, I mean if you think of the PS one Spider Man game, the one like the one that's considered the greatest Spider Man game at you know, before the PS four one. Mm-hmm. Uh you do fight symbiotes in that game. Yeah. And uh the boss is a Doc Ock carnage hybrid which was in nothing else at the time but the problem oh. with that game was it was on ps1 so the graphics couldn't really hold up and the symbiotes oh, yeah. look like pink bubblegum yeah they look like little blobs and whatnot yeah <laughs> it's hilarious um they just look like yeah angry bubblegum just biting you and whatnot it was but it was cool you know and i've always loved venom and carnage like even in the spidey oh yeah they've always looked super cool super cool i have a, a mark bagley um sketch of a venom and carnage name on a face and uh I'm gonna open up this thing real fast that you sent me. Yeah, eBay. just look at oh. just look look at that. Oh yeah. So you know, today we decided to do Maximum Carnage, and I'm looking at the Sega Genesis New Factory sealed, not new, but it's like listed as new. Um, the factory sealed game, and it's going for like a thousand bucks. That's no, insane. almost two thousand. <laughs> almost two thousand. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, I wasn't kidding. It is just one of those things that collectors love. Uh, it, everyone that grew up in the '90s pretty much loves it. it pff, Venom was a Todd McFarlane creation. It's dope yeah, as well. that's all I gotta say. Uh, so we read Maximum Carnage, and I really, when we do this show, you know, we're always reading different storylines, and we're always just trying to find the best and everything. And when we like 
rip on stuff we don't ever mean it like it always outweighs the the love we have for the comic always outweighs like us yeah i let me also say like you know i'm just gonna preface with like i didn't like this book I, I, I hated this book. Yeah. I hated every single I, I, <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I, I, fucking, I fucking was dying reading this book. I was like, oh, my God. I was falling asleep. Like, Yeah, but, I – you know, we, we really tried to, like, love the book at the very end, but I don't think it's going to happen these next two episodes, guys. I'm so sorry. We tried really hard to, like, love and respect yeah, this book. Yeah, and, and, you know, I respect uh, as, like, a writer, J.N. Demet – how do you say his name? Demetrius? Uh, Dematis, Dematai. I don't, I don't know. JM. Uh, I was gonna say I've I've enjoyed stuff they've written before. Like I, they wrote some of that like Scooby Doo Apocalypse book that was really funny, oh, and also cool. like oddly that. terrifying. And you know, Mark Bagley is a legendary artist at Marvel. You know, for yeah. Venom specifically. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that's the only no- like those are the only two names I know. Um, Once we start going through some of the credits, I'll probably recognize some more yeah. stuff. I know Tom DeFalco. I know I've seen that name before. Tom DeFalco. That's who the one I was thinking of right now. We yeah. were trying to guess the name. But uh, this book, man, it was just bad in so many ways. And I have a few ideas as to why. Uh, yeah. But I will start with, man, that cover is badass. I, the... I will say this. like the You know, I said this before we were talking, and now that I'm flipping through issue one because i have the single issue yeah. uh, in hand um i really only like i love the art but i only love like some of the characters art like i really love venom and carnage because it's hard to draw them bad um and i love the doppelganger spider-man um but now that i look at like mary jane and peter's face i'm just like this is stupid. yeah but <laughs> well um but that's about all i could really give this book is that it, it had some cool art but, but that's because you get so much symbiote action you know yeah. Um, if it wasn't for that, I really don't know how I could praise the series or the storyline. But that's why we're going to do a commentary and break down issue by issue um, what worked and just what didn't about this book. Yeah. Um, uh, let me let me start with why I think this book like failed in my eyes. It definitely yeah. didn't fail in pop culture. Like this thing was this thing is still considered like an essential read for Spider-Man fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, even now, like as when they're promoting the uh, Let There Be Carnage, they're promoting this. Yeah. Um, more than anything. But why? I don't you know, know, I I have a few reasons as to why I think this book uh, could have been better. That's the better way of putting it. You know, as much as I hated it, I'm not gonna say it's like the worst thing ever. One being the Comics Code Authority. There you go. Being a stamp on the book. So for anybody that doesn't know, you know, the Comics Code was created in the. 70s no do you remember when it was created oh this was back in the i want to say the 60s because the 50s is when the book of seduction of the innocent came out yeah so long story short for anybody who doesn't know this guy this like psychologist i I don't know some guy uh, he was a psychiatrist psychologist something he basically said comic books were corrupting america's youth like he literally said they were corrupting children Hmm. so you know, he tried citing examples of like the the Pulp Fiction magazines, you know, showing drugs and violence and sex and all that stuff, and you know, superhero comics being too dark in terms of their tone or like their content. So the comic book industry came with this alternative called the Comics Code Authority, where if you have that stamp on the on the front of the book, 
that basically meant the code has uh, the book has been approved and mm -hmm. it's suitable for ki like young children. Mm -hmm. The thing is, how are you going to have a story of like a mass murdering serial killer with a symbiote can like do a massacre, but you can't show that massacre? So that it's kind of one of the biggest issues with it. You know, you kind of expected a bloodier book, and I feel like there's, there's like bloodier no blood. Wolverine, like no blood. Like <laughs> yeah, none. the the book itself, like there's no violence really. Like they they talk about it, like, and it's just awkward in my opinion. Like yeah. It's really awkward because it's just like they're like, oh, look at all the blood everywhere or the bloodshed from Carnage. And you're like, OK, there's just so like, many lives lost. And it's like, stuff and yeah, like, it's like everybody's still alive, though. Yes. <laughs> and then like... so that, that's the big thing. And that's like not necessarily the, the creative team's fault. It's just how the comic book industry was. Yeah. Uh, the second thing was this is post image comics. So this is, you know, I don't know if anybody's really talked about this, but this is after the mass exodus of all the creators from Marvel creating Image. Because Image was founded in 92, right? Yeah. Yep. So a year later, I'm pretty sure this book was maybe in the works or there was some sort of talk about it. And then the team they originally had planned for it, maybe, or maybe they didn't have the people they want to for the book and they just kind of got whoever. But... I just think, you know, you lost a lot of your talent, so you have to, like, scrounge and figure out who to put on a book next, even if they didn't want to be on it. Oof. I could so see that, that too, because there's certain issues where you're just like, that. the person writing this just did not care. Or there's so many inconsistencies throughout the book, too, and maybe we'll point them out, because I, I know someone I was reading it, but doing the commentary might not see it right away. Yeah. But with, like, character, like, dude... Why was Spidey's ribs still hurting at the end of this fucking book? Like the very last panel, he's like, "My ribs still hurt," and I'm just like, "You got that?" Like the Avengers patch, whatever. Yeah. Um, he got patched up like three times for his ribs. He didn't do it. <laughs> like I don't know. This whole book is everybody doing nothing but complaining. <laughs> yes, as we're gonna do for the next uh two episodes. Well, let's dig in. Let's dig into Spider-Man Unlimited number one, Carnage Rising. And you know what? I really did think that this book was off to a good start because the first joke is a Weird Al Yankovic joke, and I respect that. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I forgot uh, Weird Al was already big in 93. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, if they started the Let There Be Carnage with something like this, a shot like this, and you see Cletus coming up and then bust... Like, I could see this being a scene in the movie, you know? This is... Right away, you're just like, oh, man, this, this might just get really crazy. Like, they thought they could control Cletus, and they thought they could run experiments, but it turns out that his symbiote has bonded with his blood. And that's why it's always a part of him. Um, very different than Eddie's bond. Eddie just has that bond with Venom. But with Carnage now, it's like inside of him. It's part of him. There's no escaping it. And I, th I, I guess this is maybe, I don't know too much Carnage history. You know, what issue of Spider-Man? We'll find out how far away from whatever. First appearance? To yeah, the first appearance was, I think the first appearance was what, like 361 or 363 or something like that? 362, I think. Uh, let's see. Amazing Spider-Man 359. Full, oh, 359. Full appearance 361. Oh, okay, there you go. So 361. All right, cool. We'll check it out once we see, like, the next Spider-Man issue. Um... But uh, that's that's a pretty like recent phenomenon. I want to say, uh, like this is one of the first times we get to see that. But I mean, the first page where he's just breaking out and he has the axe hand and all this stuff. Like, I think this is a wonderful scene. 
um, of Carnage. This almost full plate, full page splash, uh, with him looking at the doctor, and then he's facing the, you know, facing you. You know, if you're just like looking at the visual images behind stuff, this is a really nice book. Um, and then you have, of course, you know, the funeral of Harry Osborn, which I don't like the faces, the way they're drawn, but this is very like Jim Lee looking, you know? Yeah, um, not, I think because that's what was popular at the time. Yeah, like it had to be like at this is it's all very generic. This was the Marvel staple of drawing, you know. Um, even Thor looked like it has the same jaw as Mary Jane. Um, <laughs> but like you know, Carnage just slicing through the guards. You're right, dude. He just apparently all these guards are dead, but like there's no blood, zero. Blood. Yeah, the only red you see is the symbiote, which I think they tried kind of like making it look like blood, but yeah, like the splashes or something, but. It just, I mean, Carnage looks dope. I love every panel with his face. I think that's what, like, that's just, like, what draws me in. Um, but, you know, oh, and he meets Shriek. So that's Never heard of this character. You know, Shriek, I had never heard of. I think she's actually a symbiote now, um, if I'm not mistaken. But Sh- Shriek is an interesting domino-looking character. Um, I thought that's who it was at first, was, like, domino locked up. And I was like, what? But, um... She's kind of a blend of the crow, uh, Domino, and man, oh, I forget. There's a Batman Beyond villain called Shriek too. That's the one with there the is, Sonics yeah. and whatnot. And does she? What, what was her power? Did she deal with Sonics? Uh, this Shriek. Yeah, it was just like she a blast has like of some sort. energy blast, and then yeah. like something with her mind that she could like. Oh, that causes like mayhem and yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know, <sighs> like. The other problem with that I had with this book was it's clearly 90s. So it's just he- so heavily it's, 90s. I know it's, it's hard to like get past it. Yeah, it's so hard because my main problem with 90s comics, I think a lot of people have, is character design. Oh, yeah. Um, and for some reason, everybody in the 90s wore like these same boots. Yes. Like if you look at every character, their shoes look like these boots. Like if you look at the guards and Peter at the funeral, you know what I mean? Oh my god, you're right. Huh? And then, you know, there's just like the weird art style with the washed out colors and the over-sexualization. Like, it's just like, it, it does not age well. It doesn't. Mary Jane, the whole big deal behind her is that she's smoking cigarettes because she's so stressed. And yeah. everything's so hard. You know, honestly, I feel like every older Spidey comic I read, and it has Mary Jane in it, it's the same thing. It's always just her like, why do you have to go be Spider-Man? And then she's like, I understand why you're Spider-Man. Why you got to go be Spider-Man? I understand why you're Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like, and it's like, it's go just, get him, Tiger. Yeah, there's always the go get him, and, and she's always upset, and she's always throwing a fit. She's always upset, like every single one. You know, this might be reading too into it, but it might be just, you know, male writers not knowing how to write female characters. I'm not saying that's what it is, but that could be what it is, you know? I could totally dive into that and agree. Um, Because it just, it literally just sounds like we need the wife to be overly concerned, but then accept what he does. Yeah. That's all they use her for. And it just comes off as like. Like she's needy and she needs like Peter. She needs like his love and comfort and for him to be there. But he's always at work all the time. And what am I supposed to do? My modeling career isn't taking off. So she just smokes cigarettes. So she just stresses out and smokes cigarettes and goes on like little, even we'll get to it, but there's other stuff. And and I'm not saying everybody was like, not everybody. um, 
I'm not trying to say everybody was writing like that either. It's just I think the majority, you know. Yeah. Yeah, especially you could tell. I mean, it's just you look at some of these older. I can't think of any off the top of my head because I, I kind of stray away. You keep up with so much, so many like modern and yeah, kind of like the legendary storylines we do for the show. It's like it's hard to name them off. The, but literally, just go read some old Spider-Man. Go read, go read the beginning of the Clone Saga. Um, yeah, and that's that's like literally Mary Jane. That there you go. There's my reference. Uh, one thing I thought that was super cool that was brought into it was uh, the doppelganger Spider-Man. Yeah, I didn't um, see that coming, and he just kind of shows up. But he's just kind of like a loose dog. Yeah, basically. He's just like literally like a rabid, like Spidey that just kind of does what they say on command. Um, but you know what, dude? Like these panels with Venom and Spidey, and like do Carnage is like it was all like you know him reminiscing and whatnot. Um. But like you know, with the symbiotes leaping off of Cassidy and stuff like that, and it's all it's all great. Every panel with Carnage just looks so cool. Um, him and the doppelganger Spider Man in the same panel, like I think that's just great imagery. A lot of reds going on, um, reds and blacks and whatnot. So it's cool. Like it's cool seeing Carnage with a a Spider Man. You know, throughout yeah. the book, it's like that. You know, kind of the multiverse stuff going on before they just overexploded it like with batman and whatnot and dark knight's metal um but yeah i mean i i think it's weird like we're we're only like four pages into this book five pages in or so and carnage has already recruited shriek and doppelganger spider-man um he just creates a whole his own little party of people he calls it a family which is really awkward because they refer to everybody like mommy and daddy (laughs) yeah they do and like the the annoying part about that whole aspect is like uh, they do the whole like he's a he's a wife beater and he like smacks shriek around he's like he does the whole harley joker thing where where joker would get mad at like why would you kill batman and go after him i'm the one who's supposed to do that it's not funny when you do it that's literally what carnage and shriek go through um that's the relationship it's ridiculous uh she was harley quinn before (laughs) like harley quinn and whatnot um and you get you get Spidey spinning around and just like literally this monologue that they have. There's I never understood why, and it's not even being a lazy reader or anything, but like they over-explain stuff way too much oh, in yeah. these books, and that's what kills it for me. Um, in every aspect, in every way, like it, you know, Spider is just thinking way too much in between this battle, and it's supposed to be a fast-paced thing because they're both like. You know, they both they're both powerful. I could only imagine how fast Doppelganger Spider Man is compared to Spider Man. Um, but it's just it's too much reading while you're in the middle of an action scene and it takes you away from It's the too action. busy. Yeah, it's just so busy. So I don't know, that this stuff kind of drives me a little crazy at a certain point. Um, if it's not justifiable with that type of dialogue while you're fighting, it just it needs to not Yeah. Happen. The other thing, like when you listen to Carnage talk, like like the, oh, all right, baby makes three. He can keep you company while I attend some personal business. Like, it just doesn't feel like Carnage would talk like that. No. No, and it's annoying as hell. He's yeah. like the worst voice. Because when I hear Carnage <laughs> talk, I think of that PS1 Spider-Man game. Yeah. No, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah. It's, it's just cringy. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's And it's consistently, uh, consistently cringy, too. Um. But, you know, it's just, it's like with Spidey. His voice is just too worrisome sometimes. It's mm. like, how do you get anything done, man? 
Uh, some cool artwork stuff though. Uh, like in the battle between Spider-Man and Doppelganger Spider-Man, um, there's like certain scenes where you see, you know, this top panel I'm looking at right now. Um, it shows him like dodging, or Shriek comes into play, and he's dodging Shriek's screams. And the way they show Spidey's jumps and his dodges, and the way he lands like in front of you, like the reader, I think stuff like that's super cool. Um, some of that art, some of the action artwork really is great like the movements intense like mm-hmm. the the body uh poses and everything are just really interesting um it just you you get distracted from it and i'm really kind of just noticing it more for the first time right now uh since i'm not having to read through this like massive <laughs> stuff but uh you know the final page of this is carnage standing over jj's desk and i think that itself is just a cool image like the way his symbiote's spinning around him um he's in like a very non-threatening pose but like you know it's carnage it's terrifying to walk into your office and see that you know red thing in your you know, mm-hmm. on your desk uh but it was a cool cliffhanger um visually <laughs> visually but uh also i'm gonna note that we did read this in two different formats. I have an omnibus. I have the Spider Spider Man versus Venom omnibus. And, and I read this digitally, correct? I got it on Comicsology. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh and you bought it too, huh? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I paid my money. I paid money for this. You know what? And that's why <sighs> I was like, damn it, I'm gonna read it. I'm glad it was part of an omnibus that I could read more of. Um so issue two, you know, and we'll start blasting through this a bit more. Um, but issue two, like right away, like honestly, I I did this was probably one of my most disliked issues of the entire series. Um, probably because this is when it really starts to happen. But you know, Carnage just recruited uh what's her face? Um, Shriek and the Doppelganger Spider Man. And two seconds later, you're in this next Spidey book, and this is what is it? Um Web of Spider Man. Also it shows you how many cut damn spider-man yeah dude it's like amazing spider-man spider-man unlimited web of spider-man and i think like one more spider-man <laughs> there's one that's literally just spider-man i don't know um, dude it's spider-man like, unlimited it's it must have been a nightmare to keep up with as a kid dude these are that first issue is 395 and 93 yes exactly like where are you gonna get that from your parents you know they already hate your comics uh <laughs> why would they but this was a weekly series too by the way so 14 weeks of getting this um all back to back i'm looking up an inflation calculator and just remember minimum wage stayed the same let's just keep (laughs) oh my god yeah i know right the cost of living went way up yeah so spending 395 in 1993 was the same as buying basically an eight dollar book oh so let's see, nineteen ninety three, three $7.46, that's before tax. And then the issues after that were $1.95. So that's like spending $3.68 a book. So it's no different, you know, yeah, it's no yeah, different than buying go. those oversized $8, 80-page issues. versus 60-page giant. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. But, I mean, even then, for just, like, the way comics were back then, I mean, they're they're not really they weren't really as accepted as now. So convincing whoever to pay that to pay to pay today's prices, then <laughs> you know what I mean? Ugh. It would have been like no, no way. Um, well, so you know, Carnage has his whole ragtag team of like you know his family. Um, but then like Cloak and Dagger jump into this literally game. out of nowhere. 
like out of nowhere. And my biggest issue with this entire series is that they just cram characters into this. This isn't a Spider-Man random carnage yes. characters. Deathlock. Sorry, spoiler, but Deathlock. <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard Deathlock's name. I think since like 2002. Yeah, I, that sounds about that sounds about right. Like, uh, I, I I don't know. I don't even remember where I heard his name. I was like, why the hell is Deathlock in this with Mobius? I guess Mobius, sure. And then Nightwatch, and I was like, who the fuck's Nightwatch? Oh, Spawn. <laughs> I know. I had to look that up. I, was I like, know. Spawn I was like, it's Spawn. <laughs> um, and that's all in part two. We'll check that out. That's gonna be a funny thing to talk about. Um, but dude, Deathlock, I it's funny. I read the free comic book day issue, the Marvel one that just came out. I don't know if you got to read it yet. Uh, but the one that has the preview for the new Hulk series and stuff, but Avengers 50 is all based off of Deathlock. And I was like, oh, what God. timing? Like, what? How the hell did I read two stories that have Deathlock in it in the same, like, day? You know? Uh, synchronicities, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, dude, so check this out. So Spider-Man's ribs get really hurt, and this is where Spider-Man's ribs get hurt. This is issue two, because he fell um in issue one and now in issue two his ribs are all messed up and stuff like that like he um is surrounded by these this gang and whatnot uh cloak and dagger come out of nowhere and then they take him up to their hideout that looks like dr strange's hideout um oh also i don't know how this is printed in yours but when they mention mary jane right before shriek and uh the doppelganger spider-man come into play I, I mean, the girl downstairs, Harry Osborne's now ex-wife, um, the widowed wife, she has blonde hair. But they're talking about Mary Jane, and it's all, I mean, I think it's about Mary Jane. It, it insinuates it's about Mary Jane, but she has blonde hair, and she's watching TV. Let me find it, because that's after a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, right after the cloak and dagger scenes in issue two. It's like the, the, the switch around. And then Mary Jane comes downstairs. But, like, when you look at the page, the coloring inc- inconsistencies there, like, are just way off. And she has much more, like, Mary Jane has, like, way bigger hair than Harry uh, Osborne's widow. Um, so I, I assume this top panel is her. But it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, you start reading the panel and you're just like, oh, you're zooming on the apartment. And it, Spidey was talking and it's about Cletus killing everyone. Mm-hmm. And you know she's panicked and worried, but what color is her hair on yours? Uh, it's the same. Well, as Blonde? yours, yeah. That's so weird. Like that has to be an error. Like I don't know how that isn't. Because then you go to the next panel. Like, what's her face? Isn't even watching TV. She has a photo in her hand, and she's <laughs> not like in a dark room. You know what I mean? Like that has to be Mary Jane. Um, that annoyed the hell to me because <laughs> I was like, why? Why is this going on? Why hasn't it? This is a reprint. Why hasn't it been fixed? But, um, all right, so everyone's, uh, home-sized carnage is tearing up the bugle. Um, supposedly Spidey's getting healed by Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, like, right there randomly by, uh, is her name Dagger? Yeah, it's Dagger. Am I, yeah, it is Dagger, right? Yeah, 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 because Cloak is, he's got the cloak. Um... (laughs) The whole, you're doppelganger? And then, like, it's all coming through the window and whatnot. So I love the shots, but there's just, again, like every page, like the dialogue blocks, uh, boxes come out more than the artwork in certain points. And Dagger, 
has the lamest she dies right here right spoilers um yeah it's like the energy like blows her up or something oh dude one thing i did think cool, that was cool and i did not know this but doppelganger spider-man has uh his webs are barbed wired yeah i people were like oh the webs hurt or whatever yeah and i was like what until they said it and i was like holy crap i never knew that that's insane they should should use that more <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i didn't down. even know this character existed until i read this honestly I knew he was in the Spidey animated series, but that was probably the closest thing I've gone to uh, reading about him. Are they aliens? Um, what? They said Doppelganger was like an alien or something. Oh, I thought he was like a, a messed up clone of Spidey. I could have sworn earlier in the in like the first issue they say alien. Well, anyways. Uh, correct us in the comments, everybody. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, but I do love Carnage's, uh, like the way his fingers trap Spidey. I love this whole fight between them. Because they're kind of actually utilizing his powers. And then the axe swipe that comes out of his chest and gets Spidey on the side. Again, hits his ribs. Um, Those damn ribs. And Dagger supposedly dies, but they say something. Um, Where is it? I want to see it somewhere. I, for, I think it's the next issue then. Well, that's the end of issue two. So Dagger dies, and it's like, no. She's like, it's. Look at the sound effect, though. The rid, the reets, or something like that. R E E E T Z. Oh, when she gets shot? Yeah. Yeah. Rids. Yeah, I was like, what is that supposed to sound like? <laughs> <laughs> we should just record a bunch of these. Shree. I know, right? Quonk. Quonk. <laughs> oh, um, but that's the end of issue two. That's a. Uh, I mean, again, cool arc. And then, you know, here we go. This is where Venom comes into play, the end of issue two. Yo, in San Francisco, represent. <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, you know, Was I, this I've after read... or before Lethal Protector? I want to say this is after. Yeah, because he's already in San Francisco. That's true. Because I think Lethal Protector was, like, right after his, like, first appearance, I want to say. Um, Maximum Carnage, 3 out of 14. Then the amazing Spider-Man. So we have uh, Spider-Man Unlimited. We have... Um, web of spider-man and now we're on amazing spider-man and this one like right when i opened it up uh i was like okay this is going to be a bit better and this was a better issue than the other ones i will say that and we'll i'll even point out why um as we go along but you have david Mincellini as the writer um and then you have mark bagley as the penciler uh and then was it randy emberlin as inker rick parker letters and bob sharon colors um some of these it's not giving me the credits for the omnibus like it doesn't even show the credits for some of them uh, but i'll try to point them out whenever it does but um i mean dude just right away that shot of venom that's so dope you die <laughs> yeah because like, his jacket is the symbiote well, oh, dude, I thought that was sick as hell, too. There's even a shot where it has, like, his jacket on um, later in the comic, and it has, like, even the Venom, like, the, what's a dragon now, but it was a Spidey logo. Yeah, well, oh, that's um, right. Yeah, they said it's, it represents the dragon. Yeah. And it, uh, um, I love how he has the jacket. It reminded me of, like, Agent Venom, you know what I mean? When he mm-hmm. has the jacket as a symbiote. So I thought that was a cool, um, I guess Agent Venom reminds me of that, but properly. Um, okay, so this pissed me off. Um, so we go back to Cloak and uh, Spidey because Dagger just died. And Spidey's reaction to like her dying and trying to like kind of console uh, Cloak right now is the worst thing ever. Um, he's just like, calm down, man. And <laughs> he's just like, dude, Come she's on, dead. Cloak. Take it easy. Your girlfriend just died horribly. <laughs> yes. 
And then he's just like, man, the way uh, Cloak just teleports away, like, I'll never get used to it. What really disturbed me is he said, how, uh, is what he said, how close it hits to home. It's like, yeah, dude, you've just witnessed so many people die, and you just want uh, Cloak to be like, oh, dude, well, we got stuff to do. I'm sorry, dude, it's, yeah, it's it, the game. You it, know? Like, like, the way the, the thoughts are, oh, God, dude, like, caption boxes, way better than thought bubbles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. but, like, the way this sounds, I've lost my share of friends and family. Uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy, and just days ago, Harry Osborne, but it's, like, in his yes. head. Yeah. And, like, everything's with an exclamation mark. Then again, I thought my parents were dead for 20 years, and they showed up alive, because that's in bolds, sorry, yeah. a few weeks back. So maybe there is a balance. And, and like, then, gotta watch those ribs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what the hell? Like, fucking and then look at this essay right here. Like, it's literally so many words. You could make an essay out of all these, like, like all these Dude, pages. He's, he's just summing everything up. And that's the thing about these books. Like, I know every issue is somebody's first comic book, you know? But, like, make the story good enough to be like, okay, I want to go get issue one and two of this and continue the series. Like, you don't have to, like, over-explain and give the backstory every single issue like that. That just like waste time to me. You're just wasting room for story. Um, this part, this is what pisses me off. Okay, Carnage is with the doppelganger and he flies in to meet Shriek and she's all trying to be pretty and be like, come on, Carnage, <laughs> a kill's a kill. And, and dude, right here, geez, Carney, I just, I just thought. And then he's like, thought? You thought? Sweet cheeks. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> That's a vile little habit I think you'd a better break. And it's like, oh, my God. Now we're just going to make Carnage misogynistic because he's the bad guy. So, of course, he has to be misogynistic. He, this is the point where Carnage was literally just like a multiverse version of Joker. You know what I mean? That's yeah. literally all this is. And it's just him causing mayhem He's just no trying reason. to like, yeah, just for the sake of it. And... and let me just say how 90s MJ looks in this panel with that hair and the crop top. Okay, all right, so like, I'm sorry. She is not wearing a bra. Her boobs are not going to be that perky. Um, and, and also, they're either fake or, like, that's it. Like, the way she's drawn, like, look at her rib cage to the size of her stomach. Yes, it's and horrible. Like, <laughs> look at that position. Like, she's just pushing out. Nobody stands like that. And yeah. she's not trying to make her back straighter. You know what I mean? It's not even a proper back stance, but whatever. Um, and then what's up with this yeah. part where she's like, Pete, why are you holding your rib cage? Does it hurt? Only when I laugh, cry, swallow, blink. And I'm like, what? what? And then she, she gets all finished. She's like, no jokes, Peter. And she was like, but she's, again, she's mad that he's being Spider-Man. She's upset at him, like, that he's out there doing this. And it's like, Every story I've read from this era is always her get acting like this, and I hate it. Like you know, you know what you walked into. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, he's you Spider-Man. know you married like, into. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. And this is where, like, I guess I lose respect for MJ as a character. Um, I know it's transformed. Um, actually, I don't know too much. You know probably more. You've read more Spidey than I have. About what, like the character? Like, yeah, like how, how yeah. she can continue to be like this throughout Spider-Man. No, because if you read, uh, well, Dan Slot's read, they work together, really. Right? Okay. Uh, the Nick Spencer run starts with them getting back together, and she kind of does her own thing. She even leaves New York, and she's like, all right, Pete, you got to do this on your own. So, oh, wow. 
yeah, like, I don't know. She got her own series at that time, but I didn't read it because I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what a Mary Jane comic would be about. Uh, yeah, it's, I remember, I just remember the, like, anniversary covers of her. That's about it. Um, well, I mean, that's, what, that's my biggest gripe about her. And her character is just so useless in this entire 14 issues. Um, but then you bounce back to uh, Carnage and Shriek. And, you know, I do love when Carnage does the whole Wolverine, like, Claw spikes thing. out of his head. Yeah, I dig that. I can totally dig that. Um, <laughs> and again, MJ goes back to MJ just yelling at Peter for having to do his job. She's like, you're going back out there tonight? You're supposed to take a week off for us. <sighs> It's like, girl, Carnage is out. <laughs> what do you, what do you want? Um, and I, I guess you can argue that she's just like really concerned about Peter because uh, Carnage is. Yeah, loose. but she knows what Spider Man's all about. Yeah, she does, and that's what that's why it's hard to argue against that. Like, I'm trying to find a reason why it's justifiable, but it's like, yeah, I mean, even if you knew like Spidey's in danger because Carnage is out, you, you know, this is what he has to do. Like, and you can't change that. Like. If you you should have known this walking in at that point, um, I did like this scene with Carnage and the cops. The way he just rips it open and whatnot, uh, pretty dope. Um, Homegirl just blows up the car, and this is where they, uh, mention the the wire, the bob wire. Yeah, it's cutting into the skin. Wedding. Yeah. Um. God, every time they show Shriek, she's just super over sexualized. Like, look at that shot after a. Uh... After Doppelganger breaks the guy's neck, which they don't show. No. <laughs> but they have that weird blast looking thing where it, like the, the like pow or the yeah. Uh but like look at the way like it's like Carnage, the way I don't know, he's like choking. Even Carnage is Yeah, like it's like a, a kid or something. Like it's so lame. I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't vibe with it. Um but it's the, not cute, um, it's not funny, it's not scary. Uh what's it called? When you look at Carnage, he's, like, got his arm around Doppelganger. And then Shriek's in the picture. She's, like, they, like, show, like, I don't know, perky breasts and a round butt, like, right there in the panel. Yes. They have to, like, cram all of that yeah, in. Yeah, they have to, like, and have that in there. You even get, like, a tip of the nipple if you look. Oh, yeah, you do, huh? You do. Yep. Comics code approved, y'all. <sighs> so horrible. But then we get uh, the Demo Goblin. And this is cool. I've never really read any issues with Demo Goblin in it. Um, I didn't even know that character shit. existed. Dude, I thought it was like one of those characters I, I didn't realize was like real. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never seen him often um, or read storylines about him. So this was kind of my first actual exposure of him in the story. And he does nothing for it. He literally does nothing. He does not need to be in the story. There's no reason or purpose other than to cram yet another character into this book. Mm-hmm. Um, I do dig his whole flaming goblin writer. Yeah, uh, but like, cool. there's it's so many claws. goblins. There's just an oversaturation of goblins. There's like what? There's universe. there's green goblin, hobgoblin, demo goblin, and then you have uh the red uh what was it called with the carnage? Oh, red the goblin, red goblin, Fair, right? Red goblin, and then you have two green goblins, of course, too. So yeah, well, green goblin was red goblin was Norman Osborn, right? Yeah, with the carnage, then, yeah, mm-hmm. the red symbiote, um, and then yeah, two green goblins because Harry, and then was there another hobgoblin? I want to say there was. I'm, I'm I want to say we're missing a goblin somewhere in here. Oh God, there's so many. <laughs> but this whole fight scene, and you get introduced to Demo Goblin and all this stuff, and like, of course, there happens to be a priest right there, and I just have to scoop that joke into there. 
Um, and I really don't even remember where this was going at a certain point, but Peter's back home and she's just like, oh, yeah, because he's recovering. Um, and then Venom comes into the picture and you're just like, oh, damn, because Venom went to go fight them uh, at the park. So it's cool. They don't even show that. They just show Venom getting ambushed. And because at the end of the last issue, Venom finds out that Carnage is back and he's pissed because Venom technically created Carnage yeah. uh, through his symbiote. And so Venom swings into action and then you don't see him until the next page where he's crawling onto Peter's door and he's passing out. And I love how like he has a symbiote and they still give him the battle damage suit look. Yeah, it's true they do because it's like scratched up. But keep yep. in mind, and then Peter's wearing some like bear slippers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and like they just. But he's still wearing his tights. They're trying Why so hard. Still... <laughs> I know he's still wearing the tights. They try so hard to like appeal to the male eye. Like they have Mary Jane in her like bra and panties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the book is really trying to like sell sex. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It it doesn't do anything else for it. You know what I mean? Um, oh man, so it's goddamn. You're you're totally right. I can't even look past that now. Like Mary, MJ, just totally every single panel, she's oversexualized. Uh, why does she? She even has like the overly done like white underwear and everything, and then of course the pink robe. Like I didn't notice like how lame that was. Like nobody's. I don't know. Why was she in a tank top without a bra, but now she's lounging and she's not wearing like that makes no sense uh, someone's at the door uh let's uh let's get mj in the shot now <laughs> yeah yes why would she be the one answering the door because they're just trying to appeal to, like teenagers right like yeah they're like oh boy there's a bra on this so i gotta buy it yeah <laughs> uh so okay uh issue four of this series dude and... yo they got 30 years of x-men in the in the corner oh damn 63 to 93. Uh, and this is the Spider-Man title. Just Spider-Man. So now we have Spider-Man uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, or Spider-Man Ultimate. And then you have Web of Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, and Spider-Man. So four titles ongoing so far. Ongoing. All right. So first shot. Super dope. Full page splash. Um, David Michelini, again, the writer. So the writing is pretty consistent. And even the writing in the previous one wasn't as top-heavy as we saw in the other two issues we read. So three and four haven't—they've been more dialogue, but like smoother—excuse me, uh, smoother dialogue for sure. Um, and let's see, Tom Lyle is the penciler, Scott Hanna inker, Rick Parker letters, and Tinsley Moore—Tinsley plus Moran colors. That's interesting. And Tom DeFalco was the editor in chief at the time too. That's interesting. Um. So again, this is just carnage, just causing mayhem. Like the first few pa- like the first two pages of this, are just him running through stuff. Uh, MJ is pissed because she doesn't want Venom like in their apartment, and then Peter Wait, has to like. She's wearing clothes. Oh my god, she's dressed. You're right, and then Spidey's like in jeans and his uh, boots. But like, and we just saw. They're in like their pajamas, so their did pajamas. they just they just leave Venom there on the floor all night, and then... and they just showered and came back, and like now she has earrings, she's all dressed up and ready to go. Uh, okay, and she's still mad that 
he's still playing Spider-Man. Like she's just yeah. yelling at him about this whole aspect. And that's super weird because that's just, he wrote both issues. That's so inconsistent. Um, when she gets mad and she's like, where do I go now? I don't know. I don't have anyone here. Um, Eddie just naps out on the couch and Spidey hits the streets. You know, just remember Eddie is rocking that mullet hard. Dude, so hard. Look at that yeah, mullet. That thing that is, is like, that's the brightest part of his body, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad he's changed over the years. This is the one character that most radical transformation for sure. Um, oh, well, it's, uh, so it's kind of weird. So MJ takes off and then Spidey goes to like his side girl's house. <laughs> <laughs> Literally to Felicia's house. <laughs> yes. Fucking just dips over there. Um, they're all having coffee and everything. I guess it's morning now. Um, MJ shows up to hang out with Aunt May and Harry's parents, which is odd. Pretty interesting. Um, and then we just see a bunch of explosions. Um, it's literally the same thing over and over again here. Uh, Venom, not Venom, Carnage and Demo Goblin are all. Oh no, this is Demo Goblin getting ready to team up with Carnage. Um, this is why this scene is important because uh, this is where they make that little bond and they're like, oh, you like blowing up stuff? Why don't you hang out with us and blow up stuff? And he's like, all right. <laughs> he's like, hey, you want to kill people? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go do it. Um, literally how that, yeah. So why don't you come along? We'll help you smoke some sinners. Hmm. <laughs> collaboration might expedite my quest at that. Very well. Well, yeah, he's like on a quest to like cleanse sin off the planet Earth yeah, or something. That's stupid as hell. Um, <laughs> dude, nobody has a crazier uh costume than black cat. Like oh that is. Oh my god, that thing is like. I don't even know how you fight crime in that. It's essentially like Paul Stanley's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, so now they're all teamed up with Venom. Venom took a nice nap, and he's all hyped up and ready to go now. And then they're just like, all right, guys, we're going to team up. We're going to take these guys down. And, oh, man. Oh, so MJ called, too. So she ran off, and now she's just calling to make sure she's okay. How sweet. But they go and find Cloak, and Cloak's just like, Dagger's dead, guys. He's like, I'm not nobody... over it yet. He's like, is nobody listening to me? She died an hour My ago. girlfriend died. And everybody's um, like, that's cool, bro. Anyways, let's go stop Carnage. Yeah, just totally just... <sighs> Whatever. Um, so, oh, and then they get ambushed. Literally every single time something happens, they have a fight scene almost in every issue. But nothing comes out of that fight scene. The only thing that's come out of any fight scene is Dagger dying or or they, get, they pick up a new member. That's it. That's like the outcome. Um, but this one's ki- kind of ridiculous because uh, <laughs> Spidey, Spidey has to make that ultimate choice where he's just like, do I go after Carnage and the Mad Men? Do I help Venom and Felicia? What do I do? I have to make some hard decisions in the last few hours, but how can I possibly make this one? How? Uh, find out in Spectacular Spider-Man 201. So now, part five of the series, guys. Spectacular Spider-Man. We're at Spider-Man Unlimited. Uh, amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Web of Spider-Man. Spider-Man, and now Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I'm doing a podcast, so Roscoe's saying hi to the audience. There you go. Um, Honestly, I love this first page. This like nine panel grid they got going on here is one of the coolest things I've seen them do. 
you know, art wise and layout wise. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, this this issue is a wasted issue though, because as it progresses, I don't know. For one, the art is really. Dude, when the building crashes on Eddie, like, it looks like a toy building fell on him. It look, yeah, because it looks like he's the size of the building. Yes. Um, I'm really not a fan of the way, like, Venom looks in some of these panels. This just feels like a rushed issue, and it's so many close-ups, and there's not a lot of detail and stuff. I literally like that first page, and that's all I could commend about it. Even Carnage, he has more black in him than red uh, once you get to those scenes. All of them is just, like... And then Kinda check out uh, if you go to that one page. Where is it? The one where like they barely get out, and he's like helping um, Black Cat up. The amount of cleavage they add to her. Oh my goodness, you're right. That is just. There's so much oversexualization. You literally can't unsee it. Well, and I don't know. And then you have this whole moment that they cram in with Peter and Aunt May. Like he just winds up there and just dressed differently and everything like he went home and changed and showered and got that smoke smell off of him and then he goes to aunt may's house to get con like you know just to talk and then he has this whole moment with his dad and you realize his dad's kind of a prick yeah i know uh, right uh you know what's really random i bought those issues where his parents came back from the comic book shop a long time ago for like a dollar because they were like back mm-hmm. issues and i never mm-hmm. read them i was like whoa it's peter parker's parents and i just never right read yeah, it's one of those things. Like, you're interested, but then now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, his dad's an asshole, apparently. That's an asshole. Oh, and, you know, it's cool when they do, they have the imagery kind of match with, uh, you know, there's one scene going on, and you see the, you read the captions, and it's related to a totally another scene. I forget what that's called. But this one does it, like, way too obvious. Um, It's not even, like, a metaphor for anything, but there's a part where, you know, Peter and his dad are talking, and then everyone, you know, Shriek and uh, Carnage are destroying the city, and Demo Goblin is like blowing up this helicopter, and the helicopter comes down, and then um, Peter's dad is just like, "If I'd done that, uh, Peter, I would have gone down in flames." And as the helicopter blows up, but it's not like, like you could do that in a pivotal moment when mm-hmm. you're kind of saying that something's being destroyed, but you don't do- directly say. Like it's it's as if they just put a caption on this image and just said helicopter crashes in flames. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it relates way too closely to that for it's it to too have on like, the nose. an impact. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have any impact at that point. Um, it was just this whole issue. I just didn't get the point of it. It was just them destroying stuff, which they've done every single issue, and then they have another fight. They're all gonna oh, another character is introduced. Ah, Venom also throws a car. Venom does throw car. Where's the car throwing part? Cassidy is mine. <laughs> just, oh, because they find all the mayhem that's been going on because Shriek's controlling people and there's riots now. Um, but what's this guy's name? Clarion or something like that? Uh, let me see if I can find it. It is like I, carry on, Clarion carry or something. On, something like that. Uh, it'll pop up right now. But then they're having to fight this mob of people um, that have just gone just crazy. They've just gone absolutely insane. And that's where I love the final page. The first page and final page are my favorite two pages of this entire issue. You'll get no mercy from Spider-Man because then he's just pissed because he's having to attack civilians. Have you ever seen Spider-Man and anything ever go from Sp- like speaking of the third person? 
From Spider- I guess he does, yeah. I guess he does. But I guess he doesn't yell it out loud, it's usually to himself. Yeah. Yeah, Because he does like say some... your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man a lot. And it's it's typically a caption box, or yeah. something like that. He doesn't go yelling it, you'll get no mercy from Spider-Man! Um, and so... This is part six. Um, we'll, we'll we'll cut it after this issue. We'll cover this one and then save the rest for part two. Man, this cover, this cover just explains the entire series. So is everybody fighting everyone? Yeah, like this is. If you just look at this, you could recap the last four issues, um, and the next five. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. This just tells the whole story. You got Venom. A picture's worth a thousand words. Venom getting zapped by Demo Goblin while he's punching Doppelganger, and then. Shriek is like hitting Morbius with those weird energy beams, and then Spider Man's fighting Carnage. Yeah, it's. And I just hate the background on it, too. It's just, it feels like it feels rushed. This whole thing feels rushed. Um, but we aren't back on Web of Spider Man. Uh, so, nice little switch up there. That seems like what we have five series going on. Um, yeah. If this is basically. part six. Yeah, five series. Can you imagine if you only read like Amazing Spider Man or something? I was curious if I just read Spider-Man Unlimited 1 and 2 because those are the only two that have it's like a part, the beginning and end of the series. I was wondering if like anything, if you even need to read this entire middle part, you know, if it's even worth it. Um, so far, I'd say no because <laughs> you could kind of you kind of get the base idea and then you could probably wrap it up. Um, and probably 13 and 14 are the most pivotal parts. But Carry On, Carry On is this guy. Have you ever seen or like read about him before? I have no idea, dude. I, I, I've never. Heard, I don't think I have. He doesn't. He seems somewhat familiar, but vaguely. I. Yeah, to be honest, I've never seen him before. Um, and I don't know. His powers are kind of, uh, kind of unique in that sense. Um, actually, I gotta do research on him. I don't know much about this guy at all. Uh, I don't know when his first appearance was. I don't know what I've seen him in. But so not only are we adding Carry On uh, to Carnage's like little ragtag gang, his family, um, but you're also adding Morbius. When you turn the page, you get a full page bash of Morbius. Yeah, like out of nowhere, there was no hint of him or anything. He just shows up. And he apparently has like a hypno ray or something. Yeah, you know, I didn't really pay attention to that before. Yo, check out homie's, like, sick ponytail, though. Oh my god, for reals, though. <laughs> Dude, even that, like, parted blonde hair, like, look at that. That's. I'm that's, gonna look uh, up Carry On real quick. Like, yeah, I was, I was really trying to, I was really trying to think of, like, who the hell is that character? Um, I know, it, it kind of stumped me right now. I thought I knew more about him, but I couldn't recall anything. Uh, but we, essentially, you know, it's showing Morbius, like, you know, sucking the blood of his victims um and then you get like this crazy oh no there is there's a small speck of blood is it oh it is what might be a saliva in the lighting true mouth is that what you're talking about yeah 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 that could that that, i could go either way but i could arguably say that is blood um and then you get some uh black hat cleavage right there and (laughs) they're basically just recruiting him spidey's ribs are still hurting Let's just remember that he's just his ribs just have not healed. His face and looks then, like he's const- he's like constipated. 
Dude, and then MJ's just out dancing with like two random guys that are totally down. Uh, and she's just like, you know, living it up. There's even like a reporter or someone there, you know, saying like, oh, check it out. Secret Hospital. Uh, Scar uh, yeah, Scarlet's putting on a solid show for her fans. That sounds like she's stripping. I'm not going to lie. Like when they say a girl's putting on a show, it's typically not like a respectable thing at that point. Um, but yeah, MJ is just in between two dudes just dancing her the night away. So that's what she's doing when Peter's not around. And she's in a place <laughs> called The said Deep. That. Dude, the club is called The Deep. Yeah, like, what I know. The... I was like, what? what is this kind of club supposed to be? <laughs> but, you know, I think this is one of the core, the next two pages, like it is a club scene and whatnot. But uh, seeing the way they stuff so many characters in it and almost every panel has like, Carnage with the doppelganger, Shriek, and Demo Goblin. You know what I mean? Like they're just crammed in somehow, and the and it's they're supposed to be killing all these people too. Like I said, busy, busy, and it just doesn't do anything. It just literally is just filled with stuff. Um, and I don't know this entire club scene. Nothing matters because again, like the last five issues we've read, there's a fight scene and they're all fighting. And it doesn't go anywhere. And supposedly, it's a fight scene where they around. always have to announce who they are and what their powers are. Duh. And what they've done so far, which isn't much. Um, but Morbius comes into play, and then he's fighting with them, so that's cool. Spidey gets to save MJ, and I, dude, I think that's the entire issue right there. Yeah, that's it. That's literally it. That's just like that's that's it. Like, and all, you know, Venom gets pissed because. You, you know, know what? You're Venom right. Wants it to is eat. the entire issue. That's the entire issue. Just a long, drawn out fight scene. Well, they also like put the they they put out like the fire in the club and save everybody. That's stupid. And the carnage in them still escaped. They still got away. Like nothing has happened in this story besides them recruiting more people to fight each other, and it's just turning into a bigger brawl where nobody wins. <laughs> it's but, always like they fight. And someone's about to win, so the other leaves, and then they chase him down. And that's like the entire series back and forth. <sighs> well, we're at chapter seven. We're going to put a plug on it here for right now. Um, and excuse anyone watching the YouTube video, but my cat is playing on the table, which is shaking the camera. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but we'll pick up Maximum Carnage. We'll wrap it up next issue and give our final thoughts on this. But you know what? If we're wrong about this series, if we're seeing stuff that you're seeing that, you know, is, that is great, then please let us know. Enlighten us. I would love to be proven wrong and for someone to say that Maximum Carnage is the dopest Carnage series and give me a strong point on this because I, so far what we've seen is just them literally just meeting more people and fighting and it's like not hey winning hey do you hate so-and-so come join us you like blowing stuff up i like blowing stuff up let's go blow stuff up Yo, you're a vampire you like to fight symbiotes let's do this carnage is just like spidey's ribs are really fucked right now so just hit those and we'll be good just <laughs> but all right we'll see you guys next week um on our road to episode 100 and that will be episode 92 Thanks for hanging. Almost Brandon. there. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs>